Are we ready? You're listening to oh, yeah, we ready, baby. Motorcycle Madhouse. Ooh, that's on Hollywood iTunes, from Glow, baby. All major Glow. podcasting platforms. And how you guys doing? We got a great show for you today. I'm actually going to give you a lot of my personal thoughts on a situation that has been happening out in Washington. It's actually a, you know, I know the last episode I was playing around, I had a beeb on, but today we're not going to have a beeb on because it's a pretty serious subject. We're going to be talking about my thoughts regarding what happened out in Washington and the implications that it has on the motorcycle club scene. That incident and it's actually a story that somebody asked uh, about after I did it. What And I did put a video on our YouTube channel about my thoughts. But what was one of the stories that actually got to you? And I think this is the one out of all the time I've been doing Biker News. This is the one. And that had to deal with the quadruple murder of a Kitsap County uh, family. Uh, let me play this real quick for you. That way you get some background. With a series of billboards throughout Kitsap County, today on the third anniversary of the homicides, detectives have some pointed questions about what happened. Three years after the Cariaga family murders, detectives say they've talked to hundreds of witnesses. They know a lot about the murders, that Crystal Cariaga, Jonathan Higgins, and Hunter Scop, all members of the same blended family, were killed in their home on a Friday night, their bodies burned. They know that two days later, John Cariaga was found shot to death inside his burned truck. And they know this. We know that Members and associates of the Bandidos Motorcycle Club were involved in the murders. Authorities even have a person of interest, Danny Kelly Jr., a Bandidos associate seen here on surveillance video and in a mugshot. He's been contacted and he's not cooperating with us. What investigators don't know is what happened between Friday night after the first three family members were murdered and Sunday afternoon when John was found in his truck. Anybody that had suspicious activity around their property between Tenino Drive West and Northeast Dewato Holly Road, where the truck was found, um, were interested in that information uh, because we believe that Johnny's body and the truck were hidden during that time. Hidden where? They can't say. Detectives are working with the FBI and have posted a batch of new billboards around Kitsap County in hopes that someone will remember seeing something. When you see the faces of the kids and you see the faces of the family and you feel the pain of the family members, uh, that puts energy back into our investigators to find justice for them. Authorities are specifically looking for witnesses who may have been involved with the Banditos at the time, but didn't realize that would mean being involved with the murders. The reward for information leading to an arrest, $20,000. Okay, and there you have it. Uh, that is the story that actually got to me. You know, it's been nagging at me. You know, I've covered many stories while doing the biker news like I told you guys in the beginning and this story has struck a nerve it, it really has uh, again after that video or you know that segment uh, according to law enforcement someone may have uh, information on this now law enforcement's not someone I trust in telling the truth 
but they are asking members or of the banditos for information. And according to law enforcement, the banditos are linked in some way to this horrible crime. I hope not. I cannot fathom a motorcycle club being involved in killing kids. If the banditos, and this goes out to them, know anything about the perpetrators, I say TCB. Again, I've never been for calling the cops, never will. But I'm asking on behalf of Insane Throughout and our large audience of followers, if you know who did this, TCB. Motorcycle clubs, no matter who they are, cannot have these kinds of slime fucks in their ranks. People who commit these types of crimes are owed nothing more than a medieval slow-ass death. Am I saying the banditos were involved in this horrific crime? No. But if it is eventually proven to be so, the ramifications on motorcycle clubs nationwide will be tremendous. Kiss Motorcycle Club writes goodbye. This is especially true if this is connected to the same MC involved in the very public Twin Peaks shootout in Waco. That happened in 2015, and the shockwaves from that incident is still affecting the motorcycle club scene down in Texas, especially with the motorcycle profiling because of that incident, and now... According to law enforcement, the same club that was involved in Twin Peaks, Banditos, might be involved in something like this. The crime that was committed against that family is one cartel's pull. I'd hate, hate to see a motorcycle club put on the level of a cartel. The fight for motorcycle club rights is at an important juncture. There are many organizations making progress, getting these representatives to pass resolutions and laws against the practice. What impact do you believe being connected to such a horrific crime will have on the rights of motorcycles and the motorcycle clubs? What, what effect do you think the fight's going to have? I'll tell you. It would be it would put the whole motorcycle club rights fight in jeopardy. Texas is running Gestapo-type police tactics against motorcycle clubs. Being tied to this would make it ten times worse, especially with the same club that was involved in Waco. Like I say at every beginning of our session, everyone is in innocent until proven guilty. I'm a huge believer in it. All the news we cover, that's why I make sure we put that disclaimer out before every show now. Here's the thing though. Motorcycle clubs are going to have to eventually step up and keep the illegal shit out of the club. It's really interesting. I actually had a one percenter member of a large club now say quote we are one percent and if you don't like how we live then fuck you 
that's a 1% club member? So, a 1% member pushes smack and gets involved in rackets, and that's okay. If that's what a 1% club member is now, count a lot of people out helping on motorcycle club profiling. People do not believe in that bullshit. Not in modern times, anyway. People want to enjoy the scene without all that kind of bullshit hanging over them. Bikers have worked for decades to make sure the image was revamped. I say it all the time. Being a biker wasn't always cool. Back to the guy who said everyone should accept that explanation of what a 1% member is. Man, fuck you. If that's the way you feel, I look forward to doing a story on your ass when you get caught up and start ratting on everyone. After all, this has become the normal for so-called tough guys facing hardcore time. The reason why that statement bugs the shit out of me is because I know plenty of 1% members. They don't act like that or think down those lines. 1% members I know just want to enjoy their brotherhood and be left alone. They don't want people pulling shit so the cops leave them alone. If you want the cops all over you, then keep playing the gangster. But don't bitch when the media calls you a gang. Do gangster shit and get the label, plain and simple. 1% or not, the murder of this family should shock everyone. There used to be a time when family and house were off limits, both in the club scene and gang scene. Of course, the gang scene changed many decades ago. It's actually normal now for it to happen. The club scene, on the other hand, if it's changed as well, then it's not going to be, you know, much longer before the club scene goes out of existence. MC Life on Facebook, and I really like this post that they made, put up an interesting picture. It had a split screen. On the left side was a picture of members of one club beating on an associate that was from another club with baseball bats. Basically, these guys rat packed a guy. On the other side of the picture was a group of club members riding side by side. The caption on the one side said motorcycle gang, you know, the ones with the bats. The other, motorcycle clubs, the guys riding. That one should hit home right there. If a club and its supporters are going to keep throwing up the argument, clubs are not gangs, maybe the gang shit should stop. You know, hey, I have no skin in the game. Really don't care if clubs kill each other. I report and do op-eds on the scene as part of my job. Have at it. Gives me more to report on. I'm not the one who has to worry about the club profiling. You are. Now I know, people are going to say, You don't support clubs if you're talking like this. Hey, newsflash. I support motorcycle clubs, not assholes going around making clubs look bad. If a club allows members to bring heat down on them, 
it's their own fault. And by the way, how is it brotherhood when someone brings heat down on the club for personal gain? I never understood that. Maybe someone can explain it in the show notes, in the comment section, or leave me a voicemail. But here's my question to the 1% members. How do you feel about the murder of this family? Especially if a motorcycle club is involved. I think it's a relevant question. Especially with how it could affect the way people think of you. Now I know, you don't care how people look at you. But is that really true? Because if that is the case, why ask everyone to get involved in the fight against profiling? Seems like a bit hypocritical, doesn't it? Now again, for those too ignorant to know I'm not specifically putting banditos on blast, I'm talking about the whole scene. I really hope they can let people know they had nothing to do with this. This is the case where they should really get out there and give their side to the story. If the banditos would like to get their side of the story out without editing, unlike how these other media platforms do, give me a call. My studio number is 847-957-1686. I will make damn sure your side of the story gets out. Staying quiet while being associated with something like this won't help the club. It will actually hurt and have the feds all over you for some time. The feds never let up. They will keep working until they find out the truth. Don't think because this case is more than three years old, they won't get a break. Especially now that they are putting up the billboards and asking associates and members to come forward. Again, it's only a matter of time. So why not put your side of the story out? <laughs> Shit. If you don't want to talk, forward us a statement to get out there for you. Because if there's one thing I've learned, always get ahead of the story. This is the age of the internet. Information gets to millions of people worldwide in a matter of seconds. How many people do you think saw this article on this family? I can bet you over a million worldwide. These cops are going to have all kinds of tips coming in because of the spread of information. If you don't think people who've heard or seen something about this story won't talk, then you're plain ignorant. Why do you think the cops have their own Facebook pages? It's easy. They have the local community on the page following them. It's not like it used to be when everyone didn't talk in the neighborhood. Now all someone has to do is message them on Facebook and give the information and no one will know any different. You know, this goes out to everyone. Look at your kids and your wife. What would you feel if something like that happened to your family like theirs? Biker or not, you're still human and I would hope to see justice. Granted, 
My way of thinking about justice is probably different than yours. The point being is the family deserves justice for their loved ones. No one with a straight face can tell me if the same thing happened to your family, you wouldn't seek justice. Sorry about that. Microphone got bumped. Now, again, biker or not, club member or not, give those who are now suffering their chance at justice. Be a fucking human being. If you know something, then do what is right. That's all I would say. How you make it right is on you. I won't say what you should do. I will say if the club knows, then do the right thing so everyone else isn't suffering because of this. You know, although I'm a supporter of motorcycle club rights, I'm not for the gangster shit. I believe the gangster shit is going to bring more heat on the other clubs who just want to get together and do it the right way. I've seen the street up and close and personal since I was a teenager. I've seen many friends die or put in prisons over the street game. That isn't the life. It's a waste of life. If you believe being a member of a club has to do with illegal shit, maybe you're in the wrong scene. There are people who care about the scene because it's all they know and don't want it turned into shit. I'm one of them people. I've seen enough funerals and saw friends lowered in the graves way too early. If that's the kind of life you want, then you live it and leave everyone else out of it. Make sure you guys leave your thoughts again in the show notes on this and we will be covering this (laughs) until it ends. You can trust me on that. We will be covering it. Now, it seems like I'm talking about the banditos the whole time today and this kind of coalesced with how motorcycle clubs are really bringing a lot onto themselves. Abilene Bandito Biker on trial for allegedly violently robbing rival club member. I'll read you a couple uh, sentences here, and this is out of the BigCountryHomepage.com. The first of three Abilene Bandito Bikers arrested for allegedly violently robbing a rival club member who drove through their, quote, turf. Now, that's interesting. They they did it while, uh, you know, while wearing the rival club's vest is on trial. But turf. A lot of people say, well, motorcycle clubs ain't gangs. Do you know what turf means? You know, because I do. Because that's what we used growing up when we were on the street in the street gangs. It was our turf. See how that correlates to everything? If you really don't want to be considered a gang, then why are you claiming territory? There's been wars within motorcycle clubs over bottom damn rockers. <laughs> they actually said that might have could have led to uh, the Waco Twin Peaks. Now, was it worth it if this was true? No, it wasn't worth it because who gives a shit? What they are wearing, and they're a motorcycle club. I get how the scene works, and I get, you know, people, well, you know, you were just in a support club. You were not a one percenter. You know what? Get off that fucking argument. It, it actually gets boring. The stuff that I was able to do growing up and was involved in in the street gangs, one percenters wouldn't be able to last through, okay? And I'm not trying to be a dick, but some of the stuff that went down ain't in tune with what one percenters. 
centers is. So that argument, you know, don't go anywhere with me. You know, that's just why, you know, I got a, uh, somebody that came back and said, oh, you know, you said you do this if it confronted. Dude, it, it's simple. If somebody wants to rack pack me or something, I'm going to shoot you right in the fucking face. I ain't even going to ask questions. I ain't going to sit there and argue with you. I'm just going to pop you between the eyes. That's just the way I was raised. You know, they're men just like you are. And for if you want to be looked at as clubs, then act like clubs. If you want to act like gangs, then you get treated like gangs. Anyway. Daniel Machado is on trial with Abilene's 42nd District for aggravated robbery and engaging in organized criminal activity in connection to the incident that took place in July of 2018. Two other suspects, Justin Oliva and uh, Jesse Trevino, are still waiting for their day in court. Court documents state that the victim was riding near the Bandito Clubhouse on the 1300 block of Butternut Street when he noticed three bikers later identified as the three on uh, trial leave the clubhouse and start to follow him. Now what was the point of that? I really don't know. Why follow him? Why? Because they had a different club's uh, patch on, they had rockers on, uh, you know, that kind of crap. Why? Why? Is it really worth the time you're facing for not only robbery, but if something happens to the guy, is it really worth the attempted murder or murder charge over a fucking bottom rocker? I never got that one. I really didn't. Because if you're going to start getting into the turf wars, then you're a gang. Plain and simple. Why sugarcoat it the whole nine yards? You're a gang. Just leave it like that. Don't try to push off something that you're not. Right? You're not, if you're doing gangster shit, you're not a club. So why push it off? And at least accept it. And that's one thing with the Beast MG. At least I could fucking say with all the dumb shit they pull, at least they acknowledge what they are. You got to give them props on that one. And you got to give them props on how the hell they stood up to the 1% club saying, you know, we had enough. We do it our way. And then, you know what? Guess what? That one percenter club, they found out there was some gangsters in that Beast MG. Straight up gangsters there in the homicidos, all that stuff. They're gangsters not going to play with you. And that's, uh, you know, that's a lesson learned for, you know, the old 1% guys. If you push a gangster, especially one that come up on the street, they'll blow you right out, man. They'll blow you up right in the face. Once uh, he sped up, but the documents say the uh, trio kept going, kicking him in the back when they reached him and eventually cutting him off and stopping his path, forcing him to turn into a parking lot. Once in the parking lot, the victim drew a gun in self-defense, but the documents state the trio began shouting, there are 30 more people coming to get you, you can't disrespect the banditos. This is our turf and we're going to shut you up like we shut Dusty up. Right there, and this is confusing me, I'd have popped that motherfucker. I'd have just shot all three of them. But the victim holstered his gun and attempted to flee, but the trio tackled him and began kicking, punching, and stopping him in the back, hips, knees, shoulders, head, according to the documents. So, he had the gun out. Next time, shoot the motherfuckers. That's all I have to say. Pop them. I don't care what club patch they are. They're going to fucking wolf pack you. Shoot them. 
Don't hesitate. Who cares 30 more's coming? Just reload your gun. Have 30 more bullets waiting for them. If you don't have that many, at least you're taking some down with you. But don't sit there and let yourself get stomped. Why? Because they wear colors or they threaten they got 30 freaking guys? Shit. I know some gangsters, you hit, you touch one of them gangsters, man. They're coming at you. They'll, <laughs> they'll hit each one of you one-on-one. -on -one and make you wish that you didn't do the dumb shit. They ripped the rival vest off of him and took his cell phone and gun before ramming into him with a motorcycle then fleeing. Once police arrived on the scenes, the documents state that they saw the victim had some cuts, scraps, and bruises all over the body and had flesh uh, blood pouring from his face, hands, and elbows. Uh, let's see here. They said they were going to update the article. The comment could refer to the March 2017 murder of Dusty Childress, who was shot and killed while riding his motorcycle in uh, Jones County. Known Bandito Biker Club member Wesley Dale Mason has been charged with the crime. Okay. <laughs> so, you know what? It's funny. They shoot a guy while on the bike. <laughs> I never got that, man. You know, really. Let's see here. I'm reading down here a little bit. Uh, yeah, they basically, the guy, uh, let's see here. I guess the guy was another member or whatever the hell happened. But anyway, that kind of stuff, if you're looking to be labeled a motorcycle club, yeah, no. And you know what? I seem to be hard on clubs in this episode. But at what point do people say enough's enough, man? How much more support can you give a motorcycle club or clubs when they're out doing that kind of crap, man? You know, and I'm talking more like the second story because the first story, we just don't know. We just don't know. Maybe the cops are just throwing it out there. I'm just saying, what if? And again, I hope that if they have anything to say about it, they give us a call. We'll get their side of the story out. But it doesn't look good just staying silent. It actually implicates you even more in the eyes of a lot of readers of the magazine and uh, local uh, news. Again, you can see, uh, you know, more of my personal thoughts over on our YouTube channel where it's titled, Are the Banditos Involved in This? I hope not. Because I do hope not because it would sick a lot of cops on everybody and not just the banditos but everybody you know that's wearing a patch again i'll bring up texas and i know uh popeye and og talk about this all the time they're patch holders for a constitutional club as i call them but at some point all sides have to stand up and say hey we might be wrong or you know, they might be wrong, but everybody has to acknowledge their part in what's going on. And this includes motorcycle clubs, because I know a lot of supporters and I know a lot of other bikers who just want to sit there and believe there's clubs that will do no wrong. They can't do no wrong no matter what the hell they do. And that is one thing that always freaking irritated me, especially with some of these uh suppose op-ed biker sites man they'll sit there and suck the hell off of any motorcycle club that comes to them what the hell does that do 
for the motorcycle club scene as a whole. And that's the problem. A lot of these people don't think about the scene as a whole, but they think about the ones that they're supporting or the ones that they're members of. That's who they think. They just think so... They have tunnel vision when it comes to this subject. But there's other people out there that they have to win over to make sure that the fight for club rights is established. They, you got to win out the outsiders, man. You got to win the independents. You can't sit there and just rely on your supporters because there's not enough of them to make any freaking, you know, headway. We got Motorcycle Rights Foundation, NCOM, uh, eBay. They're out there fighting for the rights. Yeah. But what happens if something like you know the first segment we covered with the family is tied to a motorcycle club i'll tell you what personally if it was tied to them and they knew about it (laughs) i'd never give a fuck about them again I, i wouldn't care about their rights i wouldn't care about none of it because of being involved with them kids see i'm one of them guys that is going to tell you straight out i really don't care if it hurts anybody's feelings because again we're all men patch or not we're all men if we're we're all bikers but if you're involved in something with a family like that now you can go off do what you got to do to the guy again that's understandable but to get his family involved you're dead wrong dead wrong and karma's a bitch man if there's one thing i learned in life is karma is a straight up bitch so i hope that they're not involved in this crap i really hope not man i'm praying that they're not and i also give my thoughts and my condolences out to the family because it is just some sad stuff i couldn't imagine what they're living through right now and hopefully they up in heaven man the family members and they're at peace but i really think that justice should be served in this case and i really do believe that this has to be the one story that i've covered and i've again i've covered a lot of these damn stories uh with biker news but nothing like this one it's always been club against club or this one's shooting the other one and god forbid uh and that you know what that's why i started uh bikerlifestylemagazine.com is because i wanted some of the good about the uh lifestyle and the scene to get out there where that's all motorcycles all clubs doing good where harley liberty i'm sorry to say is where all the bad stuff usually ends up but go over to bikerlifestylemagazine.com and go check out that uh rag because God forbid the way Easy Riders looks now. <laughs> Get your money back. Holy shit. The, you know, I put a video on our Instagram. You guys got to go over to our Instagram at Insane Throttle Biker News. And you'll see the the little clip from the Blue Oyster Bar uh, from Police Academy. That's basically what them fucking uh, magazine's about anymore. They sold out, man. They sold uh, some freaking fashion designer give me a break yeah you're gonna see nothing but freaking fashion and travel they got the guy from fucking walking dead on there daryl and shit but anyway you know i hope everybody enjoyed the show make sure you guys get over to our platforms 
Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, where we got our daily biker news over there. And uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe over there, man. That would really help us out. I got the second channel. So with that, you guys enjoy your day, and I'll see you soon.